Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. A lot to get into. It's a pretty terrible time around the world, so I'm going to use this podcast with you as a distraction, at least until we get to the second or third segment here.、Uh, but we're going to start today with the end of a months-long saga. You and I have been tracing the progress of different lobbying groups in D.C. over the last six months or so. There's been a lot of speculation about. Potential updates to the export controls concerning the sale of advanced chipmaking equipment and advanced chips to China, and finally this week, the Commerce Department announced Tuesday a raft of new export controls aimed at slowing China's development of advanced AI technologies, a key plank of the Biden administration's China policy. This is the Washington Post, and they continue. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo said in a late Monday briefing that the rules were aimed at hobbling advances in China's military, even as she acknowledged they would have broader commercial impact.、Uh, so I have more details that I can read, but first and foremost, at the top, do you have general thoughts on the way this was resolved? So I think that this this ultimately this updated rules around the the chips and semiconductor manufacturing equipment. Uh, were、um, there's a lot of details that still need to be parsed through.、They're, the documents that were released are very long and very technical,、um, and I think it hasn't been fully digested. But clearly, one of the、um, one of the companies hit the hard. It's two worker to be below the threshold of the original October seventh, twenty twenty two rules.、Um, those are now、mm-hmm. covered,、uh, so that's going to hit them,、uh, and their stock took a took a, a pretty hard fall on Tuesday as a result. Um, I think that、um, the、uh, it, it's also interesting. You know, I think ASML will be will be unhappy, but it isn't quite clear yet exactly what、um, uh, how bad that's going to be.、Uh, although ASML today released their numbers and they were below expectations, and I think their the percentage of sales from China now is something in the like forty five forty six percent in the most recent quarter,、uh, which is kind of nuts. The Dutch lithography lithography、right. machine company. Why are they going to be disappointed by the updates? Again, we have to parse parse through exactly, but I think they're going to end up.、Um, you know, there, there's been a lot of pressure to try and restrict some、um, more of their activity, their sales into China、um, mm. beyond what's already restricted.、Um, in general, though, I think the bottom line is that you know we had talked about this on the podcast repeatedly. I think the lobbyists, the sort of the folks lobbying for the big chip companies in the industry,、uh, earlier this summer felt like they were probably the the updates weren't going to be that bad.、Um, something changed,、right. and I think they ended up being. And we talked about this a few times on the podcast, and we had said repeatedly that we were hearing that Nvidia was was probably going to be quite unhappy with、um, the updates.、Um, was that the the updates are are I think. Are a big step towards closing some of the loopholes uh, that mm-hmm.、Uh, existed in the original rules.、Uh, some loopholes aren't closed, like you know, cloud computing, and where you can be a Chinese company and you can access、um, sort of the cloud using these chips off, outside of China to run your to train your models on.、Um, right. That that's something that there's you know there that may change again over time, but that's something that was not included. Um, but overall, I think what's also interesting too, right, is this is a this is a pretty significant move from the Biden administration to toughen up these、uh, these semiconductor controls,、um, and it's coming, of course, you know, five or six weeks before 
actually a, a month or so before uh, Xi Jinping is likely to visit the U.S. and meet with Biden. And uh, yeah. everything I'm hearing is that, you know, the, the, the Biden administration had had in the Romano visit, uh, other conversations, the Biden administration had been telling the Chinese what was coming, effect, you know, at a high level. The Chinese were not surprised. They're not happy. But it's also not something that's going to derail Xi's trip. Um, right. And so we had talked before. Yeah, we talked before that, you know, it's interesting It'll, it'll be, you know, all this sort of back to Bali and the U.S., you know, trying to reengage on, at, you know, at a high level with the Chinese side. Would they shelve some actions to get a meeting with Xi? And I think it's interesting that they, the Biden administration it has moved forward with something that really angers the Chinese and really does cause some damage to some of their, um, you know, some of their strategic interests. Yeah. Right. No, and, I, and they went ahead and did it anyway. And the Chinese are going to at least everything we're hearing so far, the Chinese will be unhappy about it. We'll have to see how they retaliate. And, and maybe it'll be like yesterday, VMware stock was down a, a few percent because there's speculation that the Chinese won't approve the Broadcom acquisition of VMware, which is supposed to ha- I think be, mm. happen by the end of this month. And, you know, we saw them do that with... That's the uh, lever they can pull. Yeah, right. They did Intel, Intel and Tower Semiconductor, right? Which um, I know you and, you and Ben talked about a lot. So we'll see. But it is interesting that the Biden administration went ahead anyway. Um, and... It, it, you know, I think again, like you said, it, it's 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 a it does cause some real problems for the for the Chinese side in the near to medium term in terms of their plans around um, sort of technological development in, in, in a bunch of areas. Yeah, and, and to your point on Nvidia, um, Nvidia accounted for ninety five percent of AI chip sales in China in twenty twenty two, according to the piece we cited from Greg Allen uh, last week, and. This is from someone named Kevin Sue on Twitter. The A800 performs two-thirds as well as the A100, and the H800 chip from NVIDIA performs about half as well as the H100. So those are the workaround chips that were being sold to China. And Greg Allen writes, even NVIDIA's products that are degraded to comply with export controls will be more attractive than Huawei's alternatives, at least over the next few years. Huawei and SMIC do not have a clear path to producing chips beyond the five nanometer node. And SMIC will likely have poor unit economics to produce five nanometer chips without access to EUV technology. Um, and it's just been interesting to watch this evolve because you mentioned over the last couple of weeks, we've telegraphed on the podcast, export are going to be updated and the updates are going to be more sh- harsh and strict than people were expecting over the summer. But over the summer, it really did look like, okay, the Biden administration cares more about restoring engagement and is listening to a lot of these technology companies who are saying this is going to hurt us more than it's going to hurt China and there's no need to update these and everything else. Um, That is not where we landed at the end of everything. And it's funny because I was pretty discouraged by the talk we had over the summer about the lobbying efforts. And it's not a value judgment on those companies because they were just doing what's rational. But I think in the long-term competition with China, it's already clear that one of China's weapons is going to be using trillion-dollar private companies to lobby the government and convince the U.S. to soft-pedal certain policies that make sense from a national security standpoint. Like, we joke about it, but uh, once again, congrats to the TikTok lobbying team. Yeah. Um, And that did not happen in this case. 
No, and I mean, the thing is, is, you know, we'll continue to hear, I mean, you, you, you know, one of the things the Chinese, I think we're here, we, they've been saying, and we're here a lot more um, is how the U.S. is effectively violating China's quote unquote right to development by restricting mm-hmm. access to these high technology inputs. And, you know, the U.S. led West is keeping China down. And I think that's something um, that's well, that's, let me read. Let me read the she quote saying exactly okay. that. So from the South China Morning Post on Wednesday, Chinese President Xi Jinping told world leaders at the Belt and Road Forum that China is not, not quite two dozen world leaders. It wasn't like a smattering it, of yes, world smaller leaders. than yes. the previous two gatherings, just to be clear. Yeah, comparing the photos from 2017, fun. 2020, and now it's it's wild watching the numbers dwindle. Uh, we'll put one of the photos in the show notes. But uh, on Wednesday, Chinese President Xi Jinping told world leaders at the Belt and Road Forum that China stood ready to boost exchanges with other countries and promote, quote, the healthy, orderly, and safe, end quote, development of artificial intelligence. China's initiative called for countries to uphold mutual respect when developing AI, suggesting that all nations, quote, regardless of their size, strength, or social system, should have equal rights. We oppose drawing ideological lines or forming exclusive groups to obstruct other countries from developing AI, the plan said. We also oppose creating barriers and disrupting the global AI supply chain. Uh, So, what would your response be to that particular line of argument from the Chinese? All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive full episodes of this show, you can do that in two ways. First, you can go to sinicism.com and sign up for Bill's newsletter, which will also give you access to all of our Sharp China shows. Or if you want to receive all our Sharp China episodes, along with daily analysis of the tech business from Ben Thompson, several other podcasts about technology, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come, you can click the link in your show notes and subscribe to Stratechery Plus. Plus.